What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Football Roundtable. We're back for another Premier League season. I'm here with the OGs from last year. It's been so long. We got Philip. Hello, hello. We got Keegan. How's it going? We got Kyle. Yes, Today, sir. Yes, sir. We talked transfer summer. It's been a big one. We talked match week one and two because we missed it. I was going to try to record, but school is kind of in kicking my behind. <laughs> and then we're going to talk final table predictions because it's going to be a tight one this year, boys, compared to last year. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Like so many teams making so many big transfers. So Every, many transfers. Everyone's going to be challenging for the title. I think By so many, I mean just Chelsea, right? Yeah. I think for a Chelsea fan, you can get us started, Kyle. About uh, go through all your transfers and rank them. How so um, I, I'd say I'd say uh, top transfer. I mean, everybody knows it. I'd say Timo Werner. Like he's got to be one of the most exciting. I mean, it's hard to rank them though because like they're all so good. I mean, You're sick man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> You're so, so yeah. humble. Timo Werner, uh, obviously top scorer for Leipzig last year. I have a specific rule. I, I think he should play. For top Chelsea. Bundesliga scorer last year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it was high thirties in all competitions. Yeah. Uh, Ziyech, Ajax player of the year, two years in a row. Um, he's just absolutely disgusting. You have to feature for Chelsea. Uh, well, he played in a Brighton friendly, but, right. but got hurt. Right. Chilwell, proven Premier League left back. Thiago Silva. I mean, what? What can I say? I think he's going to be great for he's at least two years. At thirty-six years it, old. Yeah, great, I, 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 great con- I think it's a great contract. Like, no matter how old you are, like you have that experience. Like, he's won things at Milan. He's won things at PSG. Like, he's a winner. He's a captain. Like, he can be a leader for a young Chelsea team. You need somebody like that. Like, yes, you have a Premier League legend, but he's your manager. You know, you can only do so much on the touchline. You need somebody on the field. I think that's what Thiago Silva is going to do brilliantly yeah, when he gets definitely on. Definitely have yeah. the young center backs too. Zuma, Tomori. I was thinking you needed another one. <clears throat> I would say, yeah, all right. Tiago Silva's great. And then there's uh, Kai, Har- Kai Havertz as well. He scored three goals today against Barnsley. Yeah. Um, it's Barnsley, but it's three goals. It's a confidence boost. That's that's all it is. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. A big confidence boost. Like, didn't perform that well against Brighton. I know he was memed on on Twitter a little bit. And then Liverpool, obviously, like, you're a man down. You can only do so much in that position. Like, you kind of just got to stop the bleeding, play, play back a little bit. But... I don't yeah. know, I think going into like West Brom and the easier, you know, fixtures, like he's gonna start bagging in some goals. People just have to remember he is twenty years old. Like legally he cannot drink in the in the United States. He is very young. You know how hard it's very difficult to like come from another country at twenty years old, having this huge price tag on your back. I feel like it's a lot of pressure. Okay. I don't know. Is that your summer? Oh goalkeeper. Oh yeah, Edward Mendy. That dude if you look at pictures, you should see how long his arms are. Has that gone through him? They're crazy. No yeah, it's going to be announced tomorrow, which is like September. Um, well, I know Fabrizio said, here we go. So I, yeah. it's not announced yet, but it's official. It's oh, Fabrizio says it. It's, it's through. It's through. It's like the woes. Unofficially official. Is really I agree. Coming. So, what, all right, Keegan, how about uh, Arsenal's, what Arsenal's Arsenal summer, man? <laughs> <laughs> what did Arsenal do to uh, bolster their mid-table squad? <laughs> I, I have to say our summer was not as flashy as Chelsea's, but I think the Aubameyang re-signing counts for five transfers. <laughs> He's huge um, for the club. Huge. At this point, as unbiased as I can be, I'd like to call Aubameyang the most talented forward in the Prem. I mean, he's up there with Mane, he's up there with Salah, Kane. I mean, he came off lots of injuries last year, but I think Aubameyang's up there with the, the big dogs. And oh, yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. really happy about it. Gabriel, as well, has been our huge one. He only came for 25 mil from Lille. He's a... Former teammate of Pepe's, but the first two games, first against Fulham, he had a great game. He had scored a header. Mm-hmm. Uh, second game, a little bit less flashy, but he was our man of the match behind. Um, I think maybe what, it was Willian or something. No, Willian was the he was man of the match against Fulham. Mm-hmm. Talking about the West Brom game. Anyways, West Ham. 
Yeah, well, Grabby has had a great couple games. I think he works very well in a three-back, and I know David Louise has been mentoring him a lot through like Twitter posts and stuff like that. But I think he's going to grow really well. I'm really happy about it. And we still have two weeks left in the transfer window, man. I mean, obviously we're not going to reach the heights of Chelsea or anything like that, but uh, I have high hopes, man. It's looking good. What about a midfielder coming in? Yeah, Thomas Partey or Arwar? So apparently we are letting Trevor go for about $8 million pounds on a one-year loan with an obligation to buy for 25 to Atletico. It's good money. Uh, yeah. Good money, but it's coming a year from now, and we need Parsi or Alwar now. Yeah. If not them, you know, a substitute midfielder. I have I rate Ceballos really highly. I think Jacques is really consistent for us, at least Diaz and Arteta. But we do need to bolster the midfield. Uh, when you're playing in a 3-4-3 and you have two center mids, it's so, so important that they can maintain ball possession and that they're not error-prone. Xhaka, as much as I love him, because uh, former captain, obviously, he's a little error-prone, and I think we could do with some money splashing in the midfield. So maybe a, maybe we'll a see defender, a couple defenders. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll see what Edu and Arteta can come up with in the next two weeks, but I think we might be done for the window. We'll see. Mm, not bad, not bad. Not too bad, yeah. All right, so... Eh. Oh, man. Nathan Ake looked really good against Wolves. I mean, the defense didn't have to do much but because um, Wolves missed their chance in the second half. And everyone says City's defense was shaky. Not really. It's just Wolves were doing what they were supposed to do rather than, like, in the first half. Adama will make a defense look shaky, won't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you also – I there were tons of counter – I was only there for, like, half the game. Yeah. But lots of counterattacking opportunities. It's unfortunate, you know, for rival clubs to watch that. <clears throat> and see Podence miss so many chances yeah. that he did. Yeah, but it's just I would say that Jota would have scored them. <laughs> but I'll go into that when I go. But Piss off. maybe you need a defensive midfielder that isn't 36 that can track back. You know, like if you have those problems, you need an engine in there. You know, if if, if you're tracking back like that, like you got speedy guys like like Walker and Mendy and stuff like that, like people that can get back on on the flanks, but. You need somebody to go in the middle. Agreed. Well, here's the thing. Pep didn't really go with his usual 4-3-3 in this game. He went with a 4-2-3-1 with Rodri in front of you in the middle. <clears throat> Usually he'll have Rodri in the middle and just have him pull back. But this time we decided to like, push up with the fullbacks moving a lot, which kind of led to the Wolves counterattacks like you were mentioning earlier. But um, I don't know. The game was pretty good. It ended 3-1. Should it have been a tie? That's subjective. But, you know, they, they showed nice flashes in the game, and I'm excited for things to come for the boys. It should be really close this year, fellas. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not as comfortable as I was last year. Which in, is a good thing. About, in about January. Not with not with Tiaga. No? I mean, I, I'll go into it now, I guess. So, mm-hmm. our first signing was about a month ago. Greek, left back, Smikis. The, okay. the positions that I that I was looking for Klopp, or Liverpool in general, just to sign were left back, center back depth, because Lovren left. An attacker, because, I mean, Origi, club legend for sure. Like, he's done his part, like... You know, like corner taking quickly, yeah, like like for what he's done, he, fan favorite. He will be remembered for a long time sure, right? yeah. as a red. Devok. You know, when David Silva left City, yeah, <laughs> not not even close also, to David Silva. But side note, Ferran Torres is also a really good pickup. He, yeah, he was a little expensive, but he's really young. He, he was like, Arigi's like a Negredo for us. That's fair. It, That's it's a great comparison, comparison but That's it's um, so we needed depth. Scoring because one of the front three gets out, I we're screwed. There's n- like there's no creativity when you take one of those guys out, and I think arguably the greatest front three in the world right now. You take one of them out, it's hard to put somebody else back in and have the same damage. You one thing I noticed, like I feel like Liverpool had like almost no injuries last year. 
like the physio staff at Liverpool. Yeah, knock on wood, whatever. But I feel like the, like the medical staff at Liverpool. I don't know what they do with their players, but I feel like they're called steroids. They're healthy. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like they always stay healthy. Here's the thing. Uh, Our midfield got hit pretty hard last year. I'm not gonna lie, but it was sporadic. It was throughout the season. It wasn't all at once. Lucky. You know, like Ox was out, Kato was out for a little bit, Fabinho was out for a little bit. Lucky. Henderson got injured against Atletico, but it wasn't all at the same time. I feel like people get it twisted. Like, yeah, I think we're trained under gang and press. Like, once you're fit for that, it's hard. It's really hard to get injured if you're already up to that standard. But I think, I don't know, it's hard to say that consistently without getting injured. I do, I, now that you say that, it's hard to look at our team now and be hopeful about Matip being out for a month and Gomez having a little knock. They were both not in the team this weekend, which was kind of concerning. But Fabinho looked fantastic. He did. And so Samikis... Great, like, I, I think I have to trust Klopp. If he signs an underrated player, like, he's going to develop him in something good. But, like, you have, like, Minamino's, like, the once in the blue moon player. Like, but he also has time. Like, Samikis could be a great player. I don't know much about him. He'll probably get some minutes, you know, early group stage Champions League. But I wanted a left back, some depth in the center back, a midfielder, that a, an expressive midfielder that can has, like, a lot of attacking you know, attributes. You might have just like got that. the best one in the yeah. world then, huh? For what yeah. you're looking for. And then some attacking depth. And we got all of them except center back. I'm the happiest about Tiago. I think financially we played that perfectly. You know, I think someone else would have swooped in and got him for that price. But I, little people don't know this, but we're only we're paying the fee over time. We didn't pay 20 million right now. Oh, we're paying 5 million for the next four years. Because we're in, we're in a pandemic. Like, we have people to pay. Like, finances right. are very, very shaky. Yeah. You know? So, we had... T- so, Tiago, great signing. And also with Jota, people yeah. say 42 million is a really high high number. But people also don't know we're only paying 10% off the bat. And then paying the rest over time. Yeah. People say he'll, he's overpriced. But what if, over time, when we're still paying off the fee, he's the same effect as Mane, where we bring him in from Southampton, you know, very average numbers, and then becomes one of the best wingers in the league. Like... It's possible. Jota's only 24. I think it's just because they're, they're comparing the price that they heavily negotiated for Tiago, and then right. you see they just immediately would... Right. Yeah, M- money's weird, I, f- I feel like now. Very weird. The it's, market yeah. is growing. It's really weird. I feel like we could have a whole episode on this summer. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's yeah. been one of the craziest... It's been the craziest bailback at Spurs for oh, a year. Everywhere. We could go into it, but I feel like it's going <laughs> to take a Just wait for next summer. I, I think... Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll probably have a whole episode about that, but we just wanted to highlight for our clubs. Exactly. For sure. And... I think the problem why I was so scared this summer is everybody's going out and getting crazy players, yeah. and we're not doing anything until last weekend, which is when we got the two players that we needed, and I was like, all right, guys, let's, everybody's getting a lot better, and like, you know, know, the quality wasn't even that far apart last season. Yeah, and Keegan brought up a really good point the other night. If you want to say you can, when Liverpool hadn't signed anybody, mm-hmm. you brought up a good point. Yeah, other players upgrading the play- if other teams are upgrading their players and you're staying stagnant, that's the same thing as you regressing as a club. I remember, I think it was was it Mourinho's Chelsea a few years ago after they won the league, he refused to change the squad. He said my team works perfectly, it fits my system. Everyone else upgraded, and the next season they did terribly. And I think Damn. if the- yeah. tenth, yeah, <laughs> we got to for a club that recently won the league, and a while I, for a while until the last couple weeks of the transfer window, I thought maybe Liverpool were going in that same direction as like radical as that right. is to say. One could hope, but the signings they made have been <laughs> fantastic. Jota yeah. must be the ultimate 
depth player for Liverpool. You yeah. must. For that front three. If one of them gets injured, he can slot into any of those three positions. Right. 42 mil, big price tag. But like you said, the only thing I hate about it is that Wolves have taken one step back in creating the right. entire Portuguese national team. <laughs> right. They just brought <laughs> what tomato, tomato, yeah, tomato into Portuguese eleven. Yeah, one yeah, Portuguese le- leaves, another one comes in. But, but like, yeah, great business. That's all. Yeah, it it's if you're a big club like that to fit the standard and need depth that's gonna you know stack up to the ability of the rest of the first team, you're gonna have to spend a little bit of money. Like you're gonna have to spend money, and. I'm I'm I don't care about the price tag because we just won the title. I'm sure we got a big bonus. I know we had to pay people, but mm-hmm. that's that. Very exciting summer. We've had two weeks of football already, and here's the thing: lots of goals. I don't think there's been so one draw goals. yet. Lots of How penalties. Many lots of penalties. That's what I was about to bring up. So I've been keeping track of these numbers. I think in 18 games in total, there's been a there's been 11 penalties awarded after this weekend. Um, updated. Two for uh, two for Liverpool uh, in the first week against Leeds. Uh, two like I technically two for Palace, I guess, because they had to retake it. But yeah. I'm only going to count as one. Two for two in the Leicester game first mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Uh, Leeds Fulham one each. Like it's a crazy Jose. number. One Liverpool. for City Wolves. One for Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Jorginho. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still a great I forgot story. about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was supposed to be the premier matchup usually of the season. It always sacks up to the hype. Chelsea Liverpool and then they were kind of playing the wrong football there, Christensen, you know, tackling Mane the, so silly. The final so silly. third. You know, I would say like what happened there? Like 2-0. Yeah, we lost. It's 3 points for Liverpool. But there are positives to come out of that. Uh, I think so. we, I like we, we do not have to play Liverpool again until March. Until like late March. I, I think, think March twentieth. Right. So that for me is a positive. In of itself. All these new me. signings are come, gonna come in, and they don't have to play another strong Liverpool side till late March. Mm-hmm. And that's a for me a positive. Like people mm-hmm. might be doubting. Lots of time to get comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. And to play a great club like that, like Liverpool. I mean, I don't know. I think I think they'll be looking to win next time out. Of course, I mean, they're always looking to win. Yeah. But I think they're with all the signings in by then. Personally, I think if it stayed 11 v 11, it would have ended nil nil. Because not a lot of chances, first 44, first 44 minutes, and that happens. That's always going to be a game changer. Like, I see on Chelsea Twitter, it's like, like if we converted that penalty and then Kepa never passed the ball to Mane, like, we would have had points. I'm like, you yeah. can say that about can yeah, anything. Say easy to make. If, anything. I would say nil nil might be a little nice with Kepa angle for Chelsea. I'm just going to be straight up. Yeah, like, I, yeah, even 11 v 11. And I will Kappa. say, I will say that when Liverpool go into the locker room at 45, like we come out way better. Mm-hmm. Like every single game, whether we're up three 0 going into the break or not. Yeah. Like I think Klopp hammers them in the, in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know what what are you gonna do? Yeah, and I think not. I wouldn't consider myself a neutral necessarily, but uh, it was really exciting to watch the game, or at least I was excited until I saw Christensen get sent off. I felt like. That red card kind of nullified the game because obviously Chelsea spent so much money over the summer. They bolstered up. They were contending to challenge for the league, and I wanted to see how these, uh, how Chelsea with all these new signings would stack up against a team that's proven to you know be dominant in the league. I wanted to see how they would clash. But after Christensen was sent off, everyone knew how the game was going to go, and it kind of took away from the competition a little bit. Right. So as a partial neutral, I would say it's a shame what happened. But 
Phil. You know who has had an interesting two weeks? Leeds. They lose to oh, Liverpool yes. 4-3, and then they beat Fulham 4-3 They just again. like goals, don't they? It's crazy to me. Also, Everton, my boys. I was about to ask. All right, looking, my looking, boys. Up, looking up at the board and the results, let's point out three teams that we that we should look out for this season that's come out off out of the <sighs> gates. You know, obviously the season's going to be different. I think we know that. It's not just going to be the main six and Leicester. Like, there's going to be other clubs that have already shown that they're different. Like, Matthew says a lot. Like, Everton always go out, get signings, and they never work. But I think it's way different. I think they've it's looked, different, They look, look great yeah, against Spurs. transformed. I you know, yeah, they've looked great the first two weeks, you know? And you had 1-0 like, against Spurs. 5-2 against West Brom. Like, they I, can clearly score. Calvert-Lewin, yeah, Charleston. about Everton, yeah. I'm, Everton, I'm it's going to be exciting. I'm glad we're going to have a good derby this year because right. we are. We already it was, did. It was decent last it, year. We already did in the second one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with no fans, it was one-one. Like, granted, no one played football for three months, but so maybe <laughs> we were a little off. But they were on. They have the pieces. They have a great championship manager. They have championship players like you know Napoli, Elon, you know James. Mm-hmm. James looks fantastic. Decore. I think they have exactly what they need to reach the same heights that Wolves did, and maybe Sheffield did last year. They have all the ingredients. They just need to put it together. I think they're back to your Europa League team. For sure. Go back to the first two episodes. What did I say? Everton were in what? 18th, and they hired Ancelotti, and then finished what? Phil, Top 10? They moved about eight, plate, like six or seven places in, in the short amount of, of season. Yeah, also a short amount of time, too, but they stay consistent. I remember er, midway through last season, they were battling relegation. Mm-hmm, exactly. They right? moved to 10th. They, sw- the they switched managers. Almost look, pushed Arsenal. The influence of Ancelotti brought James. James, I can't wait. If it's like 2014 when he was with Columbia. Reboot. Dude, it'll be crazy. We got a reboot. He's he already been doing fantastic. well. Ducore, solid midfielder. Allen, I think he was their man of the match in the first in the first game right. as well. Like the pieces are coming together. And all you have those three midfielders dishing it out to Richarlison and Calvert Lewin, who got his first hat trick against West Brom. They just need to beef up their defense a little bit. I and if Pickford gets to his number one status again, I think they're fine. Calvert Lewin looks great too, doesn't right. he? Is it, four, is, it, is it four goals in two games now? Yeah. Not that it's hard I, I with that midfield so. three, you know, feeding yeah. you balls not for 90 minutes. If you're, game, keeping, if you're keeping track on the Instagram at the Football Roundtable, every single match week we do shout out. the RTFC Players Stars of the Week. You can go check that out because Premier League's hot right now. There's gonna be there's great competition, man. Willian, they only counted two assists, but I'm gonna go with three because sometimes they, last year. right hat tricks left and right. Vardy scored two week one. Son had four Salah, last week. Sa- Son had four last week. Kane had four assists. Mm-hmm. Son had a hat trick or Salah had a hat trick week one. Like, come on, don't no air quotes. <laughs> Did, did three balls hit the back yeah, of the net? He sucked the penalty. Yeah, I have to say that that Spurs game was a huge turnaround for the club because their last two games they weren't looking great. In the right. Europa League qualification game, I forget who they were playing against, but exactly their first couple <laughs> exactly. games of the season they were looking very, very, very was shaky. Like Dynamo or something. And I think it means a lot. As much as I hate to say it, I think it's things are looking forward for Tottenham. Unfortunately, should be an exciting one. Yeah. City, Pal- City is a central defender, man. That's the one. Kuli Bali is probably going to go to PSG now. So we have this new bid for I think his name is Jules. Starts with a K. Plays for Sevilla, I think. Jules Kuhn. Um, he's a French center back. Oh, yeah. He's cost. French center backs, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a right a right handed right sided center back to just complement Laporte. I think we'll be fine. Crazy fixtures left and right. Palace beating United off of a. I would <laughs> mm, a Lindelof handball. 
De Gea saves the first first attempt, but he's off the line by a toenail. They they make him take it again. Zaha steps up to the plate, scores a second goal. They really analyzed the replay. This year, they are getting a lot more serious with the encroachment rules, along with the penalty rules, right. which we can talk about later and why they're calling so many right. of them. But they're really, really honing oh, down those gonna, little rules. A tra- transfer is going to be a whole episode, yeah. and rules of the game is going to be a whole episode. I remember we tried to fit that all in in one episode last year, and yeah. it... Just didn't work. We all wanted to go have dinner or something. Just kept swinging on, yeah. We can go for hours on this. Go for hours. We literally see Aston Villa. Sheffield are off to I think a slightly rough start. Right, they lost O two the first game. One nothing against Aston Villa in the second game, but I think they'll pick it back up. Their manager's really great. They it sucks they lost Henderson, but well, do you remember the fallout that the manager had with the players later on yeah, in the season? Yeah, but um, um the new, the new goalie, I believe, he's a young prospect. So if they can turn around, I think they just got Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did from Bournemouth. Yeah, we'll see about them. Newcastle have new Brighton three 0 I mean, not playing, not playing a particularly good good side, but hey, well, it's hard had to two put three goals, goals up against minutes. a Premier League side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Newcastle have some new signings too, right? Callum Wilson, Ryan Fisher. Yeah, they got the Bournemouth. Ryan Fisher, I think. Right? Bournemouth boys, yeah. yeah. I was, I was I'm surprised curious. Josh King is still on Bournemouth. Yeah, I was curious about Ryan Fraser because he was a free transfer, and I was like, I feel like that'd be great depth. He's a fast. Little a lot dude. of clubs were looking at. I know Arsenal were in for him. Yeah, like. And Callum Wilson, he's good too. He's yeah. scoring goals for bad teams. So there you go. <laughs> and if you're on a good team, it's probably even easier, I'm sure. Right. Uh, yeah. see what well, Newcastle's going. not good, so. <laughs> if you could say. <laughs> That's how it is. All right. Look into the future. You're at your club's team awards. For each year club, which player takes home the Chelsea player of the season, Arsenal player of the season, City player of the season, Liverpool the player of the season? Yeah, how far in the future? How many years? End of the season? or End of the season. Oh, this year? This, se- this oh, season. Easy. Kevin De Bruyne. 13 goals, 20 assists. I think There's no one that's going to pop out and do something crazy. Not more than Kevin De Bruyne. Also, because if Bernardo Silva's not going to start, he's not going to win it like he did with the City player year two years ago. Phil Foden's still developing. Give him like three years, he'll be perf- a perfect substitute for Don't Kevin sleep Silva. on Mahrez. I understand, but Mahrez also platoons with Silva still. And right. Sterling, and the- Sterling could compete with it for Kevin De Bruyne. Um, but there's there's just no no one's gonna match him. Chelsea, who wins player of the season? This is interesting. It's tough. The t- whole new look to the squad. It is tough, and I it's very early. One player will stand out. I think it's gonna be Ziyech. I, I I'm not you think gonna lie. So? He's been the player of the wait year to go back in in the in the Dutch league, right? There yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. He he was the player's player of the year there, and he is just. So proven in other leagues and the Champions League too. Right. Some of the that goals ma- he scored. That Madrid leg or that Madrid tie. Exactly. Fantastic. And, and I think that most of the Ajax attack flowed through him, which is why I'm so excited to see him in a Chelsea jersey. Just him beating uh, Timo Werner through. Oh my God, you know what I mean? Pulisic comes back and he's healthy. Chelsea yeah. are gonna be nice this year. Uh, ZX gonna win the awards. Here's the thing. I was so scared Liverpool Chelsea week two until I saw the team sheet. Yeah. They have they missed so many people. We were kind of let off the hook. Yeah, who Granted, all I, played today as well? I like to point out magically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, agreed, Kevin. I I was so excited. I saw Liverpool week two. I said, "Ooh, that's it. We're gonna beat Liverpool." Like I, I was like, "We're gonna be the club to like." And the rest of the league wanted to rash exactly. And then you know we get hit with a reality check, and that's just kind of what happens. Yeah. So that's football. Once the X in the team sheet, I think a lot changes. Besides Aubameyang. Who's taking home the player of the season? It would be controversial not to say Aubameyang, and you might call me crazy right now, but I genuinely feel as if Granit Xhaka might be our player of the season apart from Aubameyang. 
I want what you're smoking. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Assuming we don't have any new signings, our 343 pivots through him. If you look at our statistics, we're 70-80% more likely to win our games when Jaka's in our midfield. And I think it might be due to the fact... It might not be on Jaka. It might just be the fact that he's the only player that uh, can function as a deep-lying playmaker in our squad. We don't have any other players that kind of assume his role. But having that type of player in our squad, especially in our Teta system, is super, super important. Danny Ceballos, he tends to free roam. He gets up the pitch. He you know, takes, does a lot of twists and turns on the side of the field. He loses the ball. And not that Jaka is the most technically gifted player in the world, not that he's one of the best in the Prem, but I think he will be very, very important for this you ready? For, you ready for mine? Yeah. Eddie Inketia, player of the season I for Arsenal. I hope. Man, I think player of the season for I Arsenal. think Lacazette will have a big turnaround after what happened last season. He obviously wasn't in good form. He had no but confidence. He did look nice on and Katia will start to yeah. start over Pepe on the right hand side. He'll he'll go. Aubameyang can play on the wing too. You can stick. You can stick any of those guys anywhere. They'll, the only place Katia is going to play is behind Lacazette. And I mean, look, it's either going to be Lacazette up top or it's going to be Katia on the right hand side. You're going to have probably William is first in line. Pepe being the second string, and then. About being on the left with Nelson, who actually looked really good today in our Carabao Cup game against Leicester. Uh, well. So on paper, this Arsenal team looks good. I'm not going to lie. Like they three in three years. They got yeah. a great philosophy. I prefer not to wait three years, but I, I'm hopeful for the future. Also, Arteta, it's looking good with Arteta coaching them. Yeah, recently I feel like great. people question like what exactly Arsenal are challenging for. Like, when are Arsenal going to get back in the Champions League? Like, what they are their what are, get there. you know like what are they trying to achieve? Like that, I mean, of course, everyone's trying to win the league, yeah. but like, why aren't they signing Arwar? Why aren't they signing Partey? Like, why isn't the club well, doing the, the all they can? That, the truth is that we don't know, and our wage bill is so high that it's hard to sign players. Obviously, there's you a financial crisis. Get him out. You yeah. need to get rid of those. He won't leave. Here's the thing it's going to be I gradual. Hmm? I wouldn't either. I don't know how Klopp did it as quick as he did, yeah. but with you guys, it's going to be gradual. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. You're going to need young guys. You're gonna need guys that are already there, mm-hmm. like that are already at that level, yeah, still and that's very unique. That's a very hard player to find. Like Havertz is that guy. Like he, he's, he, like he has it. Like he, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Timo is that guy. You exactly. Know? Honestly, yeah. Foden is that guy. Damn right. Phil, yeah. player <laughs> of the season, not Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> Go. Not, not. <laughs> Sterling. If he converts his four-yard finishes, I think he would be fine. <laughs> yeah. He had, I think he still set his personal best uh, for City's goals last year. So, I mean, things are looking up for him. He's, I think he's still pretty young, right? I, probably. Very young. Yeah. He's, still, he's still very young. Probably like 26. I'm not saying he's developing, but he's still got time to really establish himself as a real star. Yeah, man, I have so, to say yeah. in the past, I didn't have a lot of faith in Sterling when he played for Liverpool, obviously. Uh, he was known as the guy who couldn't finish. You couldn't put a ball behind the net. And obviously, he maybe showed a little bit of that against in the Champions League game, but... For the most part, Sterling is world-class. He's turned into something that I never thought he would have, and I think he might beat out De Bruyne this year. I think, I, th- I think he could be I that guy it, for I saw it coming. I mean, <laughs> when, when you're at such a great club, you know, it's like it's hard to fail after leaving. You know, it's like... Uh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here's my uh-huh. sleeper pick for, for your club. Okay, let's see it. Gabriel Jesus. I was going to go with it next. This is Gabriel Jesus' season. He's been very quiet since he's been to City. You know, uh, he's probably had a couple knocks, but... Why? He's always been, he's always been because there's no the club doesn't trust him. No, no. Why is this his season? Aguero's still nursing an injury. He's not gonna be back till November. If he shows consistent form, they might it's start. It's time. Him. It's time. He, this is a pressure season for him. 
This is his make because he got to he has to prove himself now. Just because be you're young, he's had enough opportunities. Aguero gets injured every single year, and he's the guy because no one else plays in the middle. He's the guy. Hasn't been able to do it this season. He has something to prove. Yeah, you think you think Pat's because, gonna look at Aguero because he knows that he's the future. I'm sure he knows that all the city fans are like, "You're the replacement to Aguero." That's a lot. You know how up. hard of a mantle that is to take up. Take up. That's fair, but Pep doesn't trust him yet. You're arguably arguably exactly. replacing. A top three Premier League striker of all time. Yeah, I think he might be. Top three, hundred percent. Aguero, yeah. And yeah. I feel like Pep's not going to look at Aguero whenever he's back and say, "Hey, man, it's a Brazilian guy." Yeah, we're, we're going to start him. That's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I know. I just think that's, that's, this is not. I do not think Jesus will win any awards for City. I don't think he will, he's going to win any awards, but this he really has to start establishing himself that he can be the successor. There were rumors he they're in talks with Juve about taking him over there. But, like, I think he has, he's got it in him. If not, they might just sell him and pick up, like, hmm, Killian Mbappe for no reason. Splash another 200 Splash million. Splash the money for no reason. Well, Messi. <laughs> I mean, there were some rumors about that this week. But Liverpool's player of the season will be... Minamino. <laughs> Different Inyo, Fabinho. Player of the season no will be Fabinho because he's going to be our second center back. For the rest of the season, after one game, yeah, Kevin. What about your front three, man? What about what? So you're just gonna say, hey, Salah, like, yeah, not you. It's not about numbers. Hey, man, if Henderson can win, anybody. If can Henderson win can win that award, <laughs> Henderson is not, Fabinho is not Henderson. I think I'm he's, is he not their second leadership experience? Because Henderson's not even finishing games half the time anymore. When was the last DM older, to win an award like that? Conte, PFA Player of the Year. I'm just saying, very, <laughs> Wait, very, very few. Do that. I think Fabinho's a solid role player. I don't think he's PFA. I don't think he's going to stand out. All right, exactly not, not, like then for the purpose of picking sleeper picks, I agree with then you. Then my second choice, for Liverpool. a safety, a safety player of the season award. Safety, you can pick any of the two of your both wingers. Oh, it's gotta be. It's, it's gonna be Sadio Mane. It's gotta be Mane. It's gotta be Mane. I, I think he's arguably the best player in the Premier League. Personally, yep. I think he should have been ranked above Henderson for any of the PFA awards last year. Yeah. People, people like it's forget he that, that he's a top three player in the world in his position. Left, yeah, like you can't argue that. Mm-hmm. You know, like as a left winger, yeah, like you come up against Mane on the weekend, like it's scary. It's scary. Um, if you see that Kepa picture when Kepa played the ball, it was terrible. It was awful. But you should see where Mane is when the ball is oh at Kepa's God. foot, and then once it leaves. How fast. Like, mm-hmm. there was, like, a good five, six feet between right. where Mane was at and where he got the ball. The acceleration he used to get there, I don't think any other player would have actually gotten that ball. I'm not going to lie. It was terrible for Keppa, but props to Mane. Like, that's all I got to I agree. Say. I think, obviously, he's one of the most rated players in the Prem, and I, I still would go as far as to say I think he deserves more credit. I think fans get used to the level of quality that he's at, along with Salah and along with uh, Firmino, but... They expect too much out of him. You know, once you get used to that level of talent, you expect him to be at that level. And then even if he's pumping out those high numbers, you're still looking at Henderson and you're saying, hey, hey he was, you know, he stood out this season. Let's give him the award. Right. But I'm for glad sure, they looked at other things besides numbers yeah. for those awards. Because that's not, there's 11 players on right. the field. Obviously, not every, all 11 are going to get crazy numbers. But there's role players. But anyway, into our last thing. Midweek, Wednesday, Thursday, EFL Carabao Cup matches are going on. It's great that we're having tons of football right now. 
six nil Chelsea today, right? Yes, sir. Havertz hat trick. Uh, Who's going to six? I checked into this five. Two nil Arsenal. City haven't played yet. Liverpool. City play Bournemouth tomorrow. City, tomorrow. Liverpool play Luton Town or something tomorrow. <laughs> tight uh, match, yeah. Yeah, it'll good. be a tight one. <laughs> but to finish but to finish off the episode, we're gonna take a look at the current table and we're gonna go ahead and give You're gonna love this current table key. Yeah, we're on top of the world right now. United in fifteenth. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and give our Premier League's predictions. We're not gonna do all twenty, we're gonna go top ten and bottom three. Awesome. Top ten? Yeah, I mean, you gotta admit, it's gonna be tight. It has to be top ten because because if we make it top six, there's gonna be clubs that we're gonna leave out that we're like, okay, they're challenging for top six. Are we gonna explain why? Because we can do a top ten with the four of us, and it would it would take a whole episode. Explain top four, list five through ten. Okay, uh, I'll, I think I'll go first. Um, in no order. I, I, I you need to make an order. I cannot. No, top four. No, you have you to just, make it. No, it's not going no, to be If we look no. back at the end of the season, we want to have that prediction. For comparison's it, sake. It's for comparison. It's like Premier League pick em. Okay. All right. Liverpool's going to win the league again. I think that City is going to come in second. I think Chelsea are going to come in third. That's just me being no, realistic. Fourth is a tough spot. No, is it going to be fourth? close between your top two? Or are they going to uh, run away with I think it's going to be a close race this year. I'm hoping for it. Five points? Between three, I, I, I think five is a very like I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I Liverpool's gonna win. City's in second. Chelsea's gonna. I, I think they're gonna get third at the minimum. I don't think Chelsea will finish any lower than third. They have to. They, they, they have lofty expectations. That's do you just, think? That's just my. Do you think Chelsea fans would be disappointed with third with third this season? It depends on how the Champions how? League goes. Okay. It depends on how far we get in the tournament. I think if we do not progress very far in the tournament and get knocked out early, you got it. Yeah. Third is third is going to be. A, I'd be a fine with losing the league and winning champions. Fourth, I, I'm going to say I think it's going to be Tottenham. I, I think really? the Tottenham controversial. I think Jose Mourinho in his second season. I've, I've just seen with clubs at what he's done at Chelsea specifically Chelsea. in his second season with the club. He seems to have a lot of success, and all these players are back from injury. I think Tottenham are going to be, you know, right. that last team to secure. They finally filled in that left back piece. Exactly. Gareth Bale is going to be that third guy up top. Even though I rate Lucas Moura really highly, mm-hmm. but yeah, great player. All right. That's that's my top four. Um, Let's get the next five. Yeah, I'm gonna say in fifth. Go. I, I'm probably gonna go with Manchester United. I, I I think United's gonna get fifth. I think they ended the after the quarantine um, stuff. They came back and they killed it. Like Bruno, they have Bruno Fernandez, one of the best players in the Prem. I think I think fifth is easy to say for them. Everton are gonna get sixth. They have to be in the Europa League. Wow, I, that's just what I say. With um, Come and on. I'm sorry, I, I hate to hate on Arsenal, but they're gonna get seventh. That's just how it goes. I'd say Wolves eighth. It's so hard. What about it's Leicester? So hard. Exactly. Leicester? It's Leicester. essentially a toss up when you get to the top well, ten. I mean, at this point, this is I, the hardest season to predict in about, years. Yeah, I think I think Leicester are gonna finish behind Wolves. Um, in in, in ninth, because so Leicester, yeah, they 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 started the season last year great. Honestly, but, if the rest of you guys want to take time, just write down your list. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it right now. Also, what did what did Leicester do in the transfer? Did they just they literally just get rid of Chilwell, Chilwell and that's it. Yeah, and Chilwell's a big part, yeah, exactly. like of their yeah. uh, of their play. Well, they just they, well, they, they, was a they great James Justin. James Justin is a great young right. prospect. No He's big fine. name signings. So Leicester no gonna finish sign. ninth, um, tenth. It's a toss up, man. Throw it's it's really there. a toss up. Looking at the table right now, like just off the top of my head, I picked the top ten. I hope it's Leeds. 
I hope it's Leeds. I, I hope I, it's Leeds. I, I, that, that would be interesting. Like, think, there's a case for Sheffield. There's a case for Sheffield. Less of a case, I would say, than Leeds. Have you mentioned Everton? Yeah, I told you, you they six. were gonna get sixth. Awesome. Yeah, higher than Arsenal. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I, that's my top ten. That's just how it goes. All right, Keegan. Like Kyle said, total toss up. It's so hard to predict these kinds uh, of things. It's, it's, Before yeah. the season, I don't know why. I think whenever we talked to anybody, there was this collective idea that Liverpool maybe wouldn't be as strong as they would. But given the signings they've made, I think they are going to exceed expectations again. I think they're going to win the league. Probably not by an 18 point margin like they did last season. But I'll put Liverpool on top. Obviously, City in second, the generic pick. For third. I'm going to go out on a limb and say United will clinch third, and then Chelsea will clinch fourth. So, photo finish from last year. Fifth, I'll put Arsenal. And that's kind of on the optimistic side. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we have two weeks left in the transfer window, like I said at the beginning of the show. Right. Uh, with, uh, with the signing like Arwa or Partey, yeah, well, that, that fifth is think easily. United were in terrible form last season. They sent Bruno in winter, and he... He was a game changer. He single-handedly changed the pace of their league, and they finished in third place. And I think anything's possible. Indeed. Uh, so if I'm being on the optimistic side, we'll go with that top four. I feel like there's no need to explain it. Really, that's you know, it's an easy generic pick for the top four. I just I think United. I think Chelsea, with all the expectation they have, might fall short. They have an inexperienced manager. They spent so much money on superstars. Thiago Silva was only two years younger than Lampard. You know, like <laughs> I think it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I would. I, I want to bank on their failure. I really do. But we'll see how they perform. And yeah, so we'll do City. Sorry, we'll do Liverpool, City, United, Chelsea, Arsenal. I think Leicester might finish in sixth. And then for the last four, it's hard to tell. We can go maybe Wolves, Everton. Everton eighth. Interesting. Uh, Sheffield and I guess Leeds. Like I said, it's so hard to choose. Like that fifth through tenth is going to be the tightest it's been in years. There could be a three, four point margin between all those uh, positions, but that's what I'll say. I like it. I might laugh at myself, you know, a few months from now <laughs> looking back, but that's that's where I am. It, it would be wrong if I didn't put City at one. It would be. Right. <laughs> would it? Be sacrilegious. Yes. Also, the the key part is that Laporte was hurt for most of the year last year as well. Right, we lost Sané, but and David Silva, so. Picking up Ake really did help a lot, but we still needed that right-sided center back. But I think we'll recover and pick up this uh, Sevilla player. But City 1, Liverpool 2, Chelsea 3rd. And I don't want to be boring and just put United in 4th. But I think this is the year Leicester are finally going to do it. <laughs> they lost Chilwell, sure. But they choked last year, yes. But I really want them to finish 4th. Yeah, for their sake. I think you're going to look dumb, Phil. I know. I want... I want... Okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Oh, I want them to finish fourth, but I don't think they're going to. So really, it's United in fourth. Let's be honest. Right. They also picked up Donny Van de Beek, so it really bolsters the midfield. All right, boys. I will put Leicester fifth then, and then Ever- <laughs> Everton sixth because that's bias. Spurs, Arsenal, Wolves, and I think Sheffield to turn around again. They got a great manager. All right, real quickly, three teams relegated. It's probably easy. The three we're probably all gonna have the three same teams. Uh, West Brom, West Ham, West Brom, Fulham. It's it sounds sh- good. It's a shame <laughs> that a club of West Ham stature. They have so much money. So much money, and I, 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 I wouldn't call that. Moyes a great manager, but they have they have personnel on that team. You know, they have expensive players. They. 
they have what it takes. They have a massive stadium. They have, you know, You're funding. Right. The ownership, uh, I guess they're in the same boat as Arsenal, where they have lackluster ownership that won the best money and in the Declan club. And All I'm going to say is it hasn't been good since Dimitri Payet left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like West Ham. I think they have a lot of potential. I think they were in the same boat as Newcastle, and Newcastle was, remember, when they were very close to getting that billionaire owner. I forget yeah, what his name crazy. was. But, yeah, uh, The financial I team. I really, was- they're one of those teams, man, that they're a few signings away and a little bit of, you know, ownership, generosity, a little bit of money injections. They could be really good, but yeah, it sucks. I think they might go down. All right. And to finish off the episode, I'm going to give my 10. Some shockers in here, boys. I'm not going to lie. You got to spice it up a little bit, right? Let's do it. All right. Liverpool, one. Fantastic news. (laughs) Chelsea, two. Woo! City, three. I can see it. Arsenal, four. Mm, Lovely. Can I have the bases, please? Listen, I just think... What are you trying to do? You just picked all our clubs. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, no, I, I, I swear to God, I just made this list. Okay? Arsenal fourth. I, they look good. They look good. Over United. I think it's going to be a shootout every game, but the, I think they're always going to come out on top. The only the only points they're going to drop are against are against the big clubs that are can, like challenging for the title. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's going to be a big gap between three and four though. And I think it's going to be a battle like last season for that last Champions League spot. Oh, yeah. yeah I think it's going to be fair. United at a close fifth. Mm-hmm. Spurs at also very close at sixth. Everton in seventh, getting Europa the plan. Leicester at eighth. Wolves at ninth. And Leeds at tenth. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's hard to pick. It's man. very hard. We're, all, we're gonna laugh at ourselves in May. It's hard to put. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna look. So I don't know stupid. if we're gonna look that dumb. I, I mean, I think at least one of us is gonna be very close because there's only so many combinations. Like, yeah. I think it's gonna be very similar. Like, it, I think it's gonna be very close. Are like five through ten, or at least six through ten. Right. Yeah. But I think I think one through six is like a toss up. We don't think there's one dark horse team that we haven't mentioned that might finish. In the I top think Leeds 10. is a t- dark horse team. I, they just got promoted. I think they're going to finish tenth. Leicester. Yeah. I think we all we all we all put them in our top ten. <laughs> is that a dark yeah. horse though? Tenth. Yes. Ten? Yeah. I mean, for a newly promoted team, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sheffield got like ninth last year. They were dark horse. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that we're not talking about Burnley. <laughs> Burnley, not nah, maybe like eleventh. Then again, I only say so because my Nick, fantasy front two is Jay Rodriguez it's and because Chris Nick Wood. Because Pope is their saving grace. That's why they stay up every year. Yeah, he'll be gone next summer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Boys, man. two weeks good. of football in. We got 36 more to go. It should be yeah. fantastic. Arsenal Liverpool on Monday. Not Arsenal, forward to that. Arsenal Liverpool on Monday. That's two big back to back games from Liverpool. Leicester That'll be a City. statement back to back if we win both. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that would be a big storyline. For our predictions, for the people that put Liverpool at one. Well, I have Le- Leicester City, so that doesn't really help me, does it? <laughs> right. Um, it's been a great episode. Yeah, good things looking forward. Hopefully we can do this weekly. I think that's the plan. Um, I'm sorry, guys. It's been a while. It's been a very long time. Obviously, we didn't have football for a long time, and I was by myself. I didn't really want to do it by myself. I wanted to wait for the guys because it's way better that way. That's and love. I'm sure you guys all agree. That's love. We're back! But for now, the OG Roundtable Squad signing off. Thank you very much. See you later.